It's garlic fries and baseball, guys. We want to make sure you know uh, that you are uh, you you are available. Uh, to us twice a week, and we're available to you twice a week, a better way to say it. Uh, Two episodes a week, Garlic Fries and Baseball, guys. Make sure you're subscribed. All things Giants through the eyes and minds of the fans. And, oh, by the way, our first mailbag episode coming up at the end of the White Sox series. So the DMs are open on at Garlic Fry, guys. My DMs, Mark underscore T underscore Willard. Joe Shasky as well. Get the DMs. Any question that you send to those spots, we will answer the best ones coming up in episode number 20. Okay. Next thing on the the analytics of Game Kapler, and you already brought it up once. This, to me, is a real pickle that we've put Gabe in, and I want to see if we can figure it out. I, I think I know where I lean on this just based on the results. But Gabe is in a tough spot. You mentioned Alex Wood. Alex Wood talks him in to staying in the game and he coughs up a two run Homer that ends up losing a game for the giants three to two to the Detroit Tigers earlier this year, just a few weeks ago, Logan Webb probably tried to talk Gabe Kapler into staying and uh, Gabe wasn't having it, took him out of the game. It became a thing. Logan was really good about it. He's like, look, we disagree. Sometimes it's no big deal, but he made clear that he did disagree. Then, week later, Logan talks Gabe into staying in the game. It works as, yes, he got out of a jam, but he only got out of the jam because Luis Gonzalez threw someone out at home plate Mm -hmm. from right field. So the data would suggest to me, third time through the order, your pitcher is not that good anymore. Unless he's an ace. Unless he's an ace. And is Logan an ace? Yeah, we can make that case. Yeah. He's not Verlander. He's not Scherzer. Not yet. He's not that kind of guy. But third time through the order, you usually got to get that guy out of there. Gabe is stuck. The data says get him out, but you also need to face those pitchers in the clubhouse and you want to have their back. So sometimes, okay, fine. You want to lobby for another few innings or another couple outs? I'm going to let you go here. But now he's been burned once, almost burned twice um, by making that move. I think he needs to stick to his guns, his analytics, if you will, mm-hmm. and get those pitchers out of there. But how do you face the guys well, in the clubhouse when that's your decision every time? It's tough. I think it's really t- It's easier said than done. And it's easier for me to critique a move that becomes a mistake, you know, than to praise the smart move that everyone kind of overlooks when something good happens. Here, here's where I want to dig a little deeper. The, the word analytics triggers us. Just all of us. I don't care who you are. If you said research, okay, or trends instead of analytics, I think we would view the word differently. I really do. I mean, it's it's, it's incredible. But there's outliers for a reason because those exist. Outliers happen all the time or statistical anomalies or whatever you want to call them. Specifically on keeping a guy in that long. I understand looking over at your bullpen going, yeah, we used a bunch of arms the last week or so. No, maybe I'm going to let my guy ride it out. But in that game – They just had Monday off. Everybody had the day off. And so I don't really know what the backstory might have been on why you would want to go with it. And for Alex Wood, I'm trying to keep the positive momentum going. You gave me a five good innings. Let's let's end it on a good note. You know, hitting a bunch of jumpers in the gym. Let me hit one and walk out the gym on a make as opposed to a miss. So 
I don't know. This is a tough one for me, but I understand what you're saying. Looking the guys in the eyes, that's something we just overlook, myself included. Like, it, it, there is a human element to this and dealing with the emotions of someone wanting to go a little longer or feeling like they have more in the tank. Like, Lincecum persuading Bochi to go 147 for that no-no, you know? Nobody second-guesses it. But Lincecum's arm never really recovered. Right, right. Well, here's what I would say about it, and this is the, the, the thing that sometimes is political incorrect within businesses everybody wants to be treated the same well wait a minute you did that with that employee you how come you don't do that with this employee well here's the bottom line in the world because that employee has achieved more than you have and therefore they're going to get more slack so here's what i would say to gabe if logan webb asks for another out or if carlos rodon asks for another out i am going to be more open to that than if Alex Wood or Anthony DiSclefani asks for another out because Rodon and Webb might be on the all-star team. Mm -hmm. And so, Alex, you can be mad at me all you want, but your reputation precedes you. You get to the fifth, sixth, or seventh inning, and it blows up, and it blows up fast. So, like, if that's who you are, and that's who you've shown me you are, then I'm sorry you don't get the benefit of the doubt until you show me otherwise. Now, I know the pitcher response would be, how am I going to show you if you never give me the chance? Well, I would say you're going to have to, a number of times, go through these lineups in ways where – you you're gonna have to almost be perfect. You can't well, put I, two runners on and then ask for the, le- the for the leeway to get out of it. Well, and again, I would listen to the argument if they were like depleted bullpen. We don't know what's gonna. There's two days off this week. That might not ever happen the rest of the year. Right. You know what I mean? Like uh, Monday and Thursday. Are you kidding me? Like you have both those days off, so it gave them an opportunity if they needed to go to the bullpen one inning earlier. Look, this is the week to do it. You know what I mean? So I I, I hear everything you're saying because look. You can't treat everyone the same. And I don't care if it's your children. I don't care if it's family members. It's about credits and demerits, right? Anything you do in life. And so I don't think he had built up the equity to be able to do that. But look, I think we're hyper-focused on on the pitching. And that's a big problem right now. It's not just Webb. I mean, it's – or excuse me, it's not just Wood. It is the lack of not having a four and a five starter right now. It's crippling them, I feel like, emotionally. Yeah. Well, and, and I also think that uh, we have officially, as of this week – we have reached the time where the urgency changes. Mm. If you lobby for an extra out mm. and it's game 18. I agree. Okay. Let's use this as an opportunity for me, the manager to build some credibility with you. Well, now it's July. It's about to be July. You're about at the halfway mark of the season. We're approaching game 81 here pretty quick. And You've shown you're a good team, but not a great team. And you're not a team that's definitely going to be in the playoffs if you don't start injecting urgency. And you inject urgency, unfortunately, by if it is the sixth inning or later and Alex Wood has back-to-back bad at-bats. Bye-bye. Thank you. I'm with you. That's it. I'm sorry. And that is your well-earned reputation Mm -hmm. and so if you get two runners on i'd almost do it as a rule if i were gabe kapler i mean you're lucky enough if alex wood even gets you to the sixth inning but if he's going to get you to the sixth or the seventh and you get two men on and i know there was you know i know there was a double play and and like boy and not a great hitter coming up he had a chance to get out of it but 
two runners in an inning, sixth or seventh, and you're Alex Wood, I'd be real hesitant oh. not to get to the bullpen right then. I'm on the top step, you know, ready to go. I mean, there's no doubt about it. The Tuesday night, I believe it was, Leon had, you know, runners all over the place. And it just felt like to me he was a step slow in yanking them out of that game. And I understand being reluctant to go to Camilo Duvall. Hey, he hasn't had how many four out saves has he had in his entire yeah. career? Not yeah. many. I don't think he's had any, to be quite frank, in those situations. So I understand, hey, let, let's be a little patient with the guy. Leon didn't have it. Like he, he looked good early. And then as the inning kept going, you're like, okay, get, get him out of here. Get him out of here. I think this is more just baseball in general. There are some years you are on it as a manager and you have the Midas touch Kapler last year, Midas touch with the bullpen, even though they blew a lot of games, which is kind of crazy, but it felt like he went to the right guy in the right situations based on numbers. I was with him in lockstep this year, whether it's guys not performing, whether it's keeping a guy out there, one pitch or one batter too long, yanking a guy slightly early he's just a little off and it's not the end of the world well and let's also call it what it is uh Guy's any manager in baseball the players need to make him look good you can make any move you 100%. want and if you give up a home run you're gonna be like i can't believe the manager did that well you're the one who threw the pitch yeah. right well, so jake mcgee look at the yeah. jake mcgee giants fans are losing their minds i go he didn't give up a run for nine straight outings and then he blows the game the other day it's like hey that happens yeah. he was great nine out of ten times like what, what he didn't give up one run since coming back from the aisle until that moment you mentioned leon you know again i was at the game he had no control it wasn't exactly. even a matter of not pitching well he couldn't throw strikes consistently <laughs> and how's a manager gonna know if a pitcher's gonna you right like oh he didn't have it tonight like how the hell was i supposed to know that you make the right move and, and get the wrong result so to me that's that's the payback the players can give the manager if the manager's gonna have your back and he's gonna let you stay out there a little bit better well then you you better a either succeed or shush next time he comes out and pulls you out of there because it, 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 it always is going to come down to the players making the plays. And, and so I have never with Gabe Kapler, I'm not saying he makes the right move every time. Of course, no one does. And there have been plenty of times where I've questioned it, but I've never looked at Gabe Kapler from like the umbrella view from 10,000 feet and said what I do hear a lot of people say, which is he's terrible at managing a pitching staff. Yeah. He doesn't know what to – yes, he does. Yes, he does. His moves, not only do they usually make sense, they're literally – I mean, is there anyone in the world who probably has more background info when they make a move? More, like, more no. research. We can explain anything. It's yeah. not always going to work. Yeah. We can explain anything, and it's on the players to make those decisions work. Yeah. 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 No, I'm with you, Mark. I mean, look, my, my dad says it very succinctly. Make a play. <laughs> I mean, you go out there, balls hit to you, make a play. If you're a pitcher, throw strikes. I mean, it's very simple to me. And when they do, you look like a well-oiled machine. When guys aren't playing defense, everyone looks at the manager. It's like, is he the one with the glove in his hand? Is he the one moving laterally to his left? Is he the one not making uh, cutoff throws? Is he the guy who's, you know, I don't know, floating back on a ball like, like Austin Slater, who's in there for his defense? I don't know how you blame the manager on some of these basic player execution deals. Yeah, I mean, you know, last year it was like, okay, we need a right-handed pinch hitter, and here comes Ruff or Slater or Solano, 
And how often did they hit a home run yeah. in the eighth inning where you're like, they flipped a game. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy's incredible. Well, this mm-hmm. year they're grounding out. Yeah. And it's yeah. the same decision. It's the same guy making the same decision. And, uh, and, and, and a year later he's being ripped for it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I, I get it. Um, I get the fan frustration, but that magic from last year, has just not been there. No, it hasn't. And I want to rat-a-tat-tat. I got a couple of players uh, that I want to ask you some questions about. I know you've probably got some stuff as well, but there's a couple of guys I'm a little worried about right now. Okay. You ready? Go for it. All right, let's do it. Lamar Wade Jr., he just returned. Uh, we've been waiting and dying and praying for anything to come back. Do you think that maybe he just turned back into a pumpkin and the glass slipper was just a <laughs> one-year thing? Like, I'm asking, since is it too early to kind of – leave the Lamont Wade train um yes I think it's I think it's way too early especially when a guy you know I mean you think about um like the way a baseball season works where you let guys sort of work into it there are always mm-hmm. slumps and whatnot Evan mm-hmm. Longoria has now got his OPS yeah. up over 800 you know like coming off of an injury yeah like you need you need time in order to work your way into all of this. Um, I mean, number of it, like if I asked you, I don't know if you have it in front of you. I know exactly how many. You know how many at-bats he's got this year? He's basically got one week's worth of it, but he had 30 at-bats. 30 at-bats. I mean, I'm not not, not making any judgments on a guy on 30 at-bats. I will tell you that when he comes to the plate, especially with what we've watched this year, Donovan Walton and whoever else the Mariners (laughs) farm system gave us, there's a presence to Lamont Wade coming to the plate as opposed to whoever Farhan yeah. grabbed for cash considerations last week that makes me feel very comfortable as a Giants fan. I don't know if he's going to have the same year that he had last year. I don't know how you could. The guy yeah. had enough clutch hits to get a nickname. Yeah. But uh, And a Willie Mack award, by the way. Yeah. But I still think Lamont Wade Jr. is a very, very good baseball player. And, uh, and we got to give him at least 100 at-bats before I'm, we can start talking about that. I'm with you on that one. I'm with you on that one. i just seen a lot of people freaking out already. I'm like, dude, he's just got back. Can we can yeah. we let him settle in a little? All right, Mikey Stremski had a monster May and batted over 300. He looked fantastic. Hitting really well from uh, against righties and lefties. The splits look good. He felt like one of the few everyday players based off what they determined to be the criteria. And he's just been in a deep abyss over the, the month of June. I mean, he's his June has coincided with their swoon. And I think that we don't look at him like a table setter, but that's what he is for this team. He's also guys going to drive in runs. Not only is the bat falling off where he's like closer to 160 in the month of June defensively, he just, I don't know. He made a couple of nice plays this week, but it does feel like he needs a couple of days off. You worried about Mike Yastrzemski? Um, Maybe a touch, maybe a touch again, um, not only a couple nice defensive plays in that in that uh, win over Detroit, he yeah. also had a very big two run hit in, in that out. game. Yeah, but there's big no hit. doubt about it. I mean, if you think of Mike Yastrzemski, a Giants fan is going to go, "Well, wow, he really popped in 2020, and in 2021, eh, yeah. not so great." His OPS in 2021 is exactly the same as it is right now in 2022. But we talk about him, yeah, like he's having a great year. He's essentially having the same year that he had last year. That's so, real. look, Mike Kostremski, wow. even in 2020 when he was doing his thing, um, I don't think we've ever gotten the feeling that he's like yeah. a star. No. He's a solid player, though. Yes. So, do I worry about him a little bit? Yeah. 
because he's very, very streaky. But by the same token, um, I know, I think, I know who Mike Yastrzemski is. Um, he's somebody who can hit lefties as well as righties. He plays pretty solid defense. He's an amazing teammate in clubhouse presence. And he's good enough. He's good enough to be in the role that, that, that he's in, is, is, is what I would say. But the fact that it's tailed off as quickly as it has is um yeah it gives a little concern for the second half of this year yeah yeah there's no doubt about it all right one last one here the the guy who i was in love with and and i'm just kind of getting frustrated it's hard to defend him tyro estrada i'm looking at this guy right now he's on pace for 500 at bats he might lead the team in at bats this year because he's playing every day because he's not hurt he's batting 180 something over his last two three weeks it has not looked good i think he needs a couple of days off are you starting to think that maybe the magic is running out for Estrada and maybe the league is adjusted to him? Um, that's possible. Um, I'm going to hope that this is just a slump because his overall numbers are still solid enough. Yeah. Um, and, and again, you're, you, you're never really looking for like lineup stability from your middle infield anyway. But then again, my, my answer is with Brandon Crawford hurt and Tommy LaStella won't go out in the field, that's why he's leading the world in at bats. They have no choice right now. Know. They have no choice right now but to leave this guy out there every single night. You you got to think that Will Wilson or one of these guys has yeah. got to make an appearance at some point in the next week or two. I mean, they they need some reinforcements up the middle, just merely to give some guys some days off here. They're 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 dragging, and I think that they need a little bit of energy, a spark. And if you got to just fall, pull the lever and and see, like we talked about Villar in the last episode, bring up somebody who can just give some of these guys a rest, maybe. Longoria plays a game at second base or or plays DH instead of La Stella. Like, let's try something unique. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I do think it'd be fun for the Giants to start getting a look at their young guys rather yeah. than pulling up these minor acquisitions uh, who, who then don't perform. You know what I mean? Like Donovan yes. Walton, we keep bringing him up. It's like, eh. Like those at bats, it's just I don't not want to working. crush the guy, right? So I'd I mean, rather he... I'd rather see a young guy yeah. who, who has a real future potentially get a look. 